You're gonna wanna watch that movie, y'all. This is Pet Cemetery on Sneaker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Yuki! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No! Hello and welcome to Sneaker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me are always Sam and Jackie. Uh, it's nonsensical November, our part two this month, Jackie's pick in Stephen King's horrific fright fest, Pet Samotery. Because it's not Pet Cemetery, it's Pet Samotery. Samotery. Oh, that was one of my questions. <laughs> Why is it spelled wrong? Why is it spelled wrong? Do we have any fucking idea? Because only children drew the headstones at the Pet Cemetery. So they just So didn't... shouldn't the S be backwards? Right, right. That's, a, yeah, like. <laughs> They're yeah. not that stupid. Well. <sighs> They're just six. All right, so children created the Pet Samotery and yes. made the signs for it and the directions and the printing and the painting and the wood crafting and the fencing and the... There's not really any fencing. The wood crafting is, is big, like charcoal. On there, the, there's a big fence that goes around it. It's just crap. It's just crap. The whole thing is crap. Well, there's a beaver dam behind it. Uh, anyways, this is a podcast about bad movies. Uh, I think I already said that. Uh, support us on Patreon, please.com. Patreon.com. Support us on patreon.com forward slash sneaker madness if you want to uh, contribute to the show and make it even better. We've got some uh, cool stuff planned and uh, potentially some things. We're going to shoot Jackie out of a cannon. We're going to shoot her out of a cannon over the Grand Canyon. It's going to be sweet. It's only going to be audio, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You won't actually get to see it because we are just a podcast. Here's a preview. Boom. Oh! Splash. She didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> In the waiting moments after the accident, all she said was, did I make it? <laughs> Candy powers. Uh, yeah. So Stephen King's Pet Cemetery, starring Denise Crosby. Denise Crosby. From Star Trek fame. My least favorite Star Trek character and, ever. And, you know, Fred Gwynn. Fred Gwynn. What else did Fred Gwynn ever He's do? Monsters. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah, he's the dad. Yeah, good call. Uh, he's famous. He's a big deal. The Monsters was on for a while. Nobody else really did anything, though, right? Denise Crosby. Well, other than Star Trek. Well, the little boy did some stuff. He was in Full House. Yeah, he was uh, John Stamos and the ladies, whatever her name was, their kid that Bob Saget had to raise by himself because John Stamos was busy working <laughs> as a rock star <laughs> right. something like that i have no idea what their jobs were um 1989 big deal classic Fence. horror film fences had not been invented yet what fences right that's true uh why the show picket fences in the 90s was so popular <laughs> picket fences you don't get hit by trucks anymore sam what what uh what have you found out about pet samotery uh yeah no i mean it made 60 million against a 15 million dollar budget so again it's the same thing as like these other stephen king movies it has amazing 
reception, despite the fact that when you go back and look at it, you go, people were rushing to the theater to see this? Right. At what point were they frightened? I don't know. Were they... I guess they were entertained. Yeah, it's seriously entertaining, uh, but it's seriously stupid and at no point frightening. Like, I guess maybe Gage, his little face could be considered a little frightening, but don't forget Chucky. Chucky's been around for a little while at this point in time. Like, I think Chucky Child's Play 2 was already out. So the idea of this this small little cherub-esque evil holding knives and killing people. It wasn't like the first time people had seen that. But it was the first time they'd ever seen him putting on the Ritz. Well, I mean, Children of the Damned is way fucking scarier, and the kids don't run around dressed up like dolls and stab people. Right. That's what makes them sort of more scary, is they're just fucking kids. So what was the draw to this? Just that Stephen King's it, name was on Stephen it? Stephen King's name was on it. Yeah. That's what happened. And then everybody went and saw it, and some people liked it because it was stupid. And other people, I actually did think it was scary when I was 12. Right. Okay. But it was only because the cat was kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, the cat really stole the show. Again, uh, another a, cat movie. Yeah, it's no Clovis, but uh, no. Church, is, Church is a good actor cat. <laughs> yeah, why not? I think that's what Stephen King, Stephen King does well with cats. Yeah, this is Jackie's second Stephen King movie in a row, both starring a cat. Hmm. This one isn't really starring a cat. This one's starring a lifeless actor. Right. The cat is definitely should have gotten, I don't know, maybe third billing. (laughs) Church, the cat. He's no Clovis. I don't know. What else did Dale Midkiff do? This guy that's the lead. He looks familiar. You've seen him screw stuff up before, but I was just like, what was it? I want to say he was on some kind of like medical show. Maybe. Like as a doctor. Oh, yeah. Ambulance oh, I driver know. or something like that. I know where he was a medical doctor in uh, this movie. You're thinking of this movie. Oh. Yeah, he was a medical doctor in this movie. Right. <laughs> he was also in Scrubs. Was he, he? Yeah, he was in an episode of Scrubs. Oh, an episode. Oh, okay. An episode. Which one? An episode. Good. Good for oh, him. Oh, my stomach pain. What? Just thinking about this poor guy. It don't get no better. Don't get no worse. The maid and this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. She had stomach pain and then she hung herself. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, right, Jackie. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He reminds me of the brother in Wings, but that's about as good as I can do for. No, it's not Brian from Wings. No, not Brian. Because Brian from Wings was, of course, who they chose to do Stephen King's The Shining. Mm-hmm. Because no one will be more frightening <laughs> than Brian from Wings. Ah, the horror. Yeah, like NBC's like, oh, we're really going to scare people. It's really going to rattle some cages. We got Brian from Wings, and then somebody <laughs> spit coffee across the room. Like, wait, Brian from Wings is going to scare us? <laughs> is is Lowell going to play uh, Scatman Carruthers' role? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gouda, is it February already? <laughs> Whoa, I'm going to go work on these airplanes, even though this isn't the movie I'm in right now. <laughs> And then Helen is is uh, the little boy. And the wife is Roy. <laughs> it should have just done. How do we know so much about Wings? Wings was on for like ten years. It was a great show. You and I are the only people that liked it. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, Antonio. Okay. <laughs> he had his own show. Monk was. Right. Antonio was Monk. Yeah. 
I never even watched a single what? episode of that. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Yeah, it's a show about a couple pilots on Nantucket Island. Mm-hmm. There once was a couple brothers from Nantucket. One of them fucked up Stephen King real bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about Pet Cemetery. Uh, are you guys ready to get into this? Yes. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Pet Cemetery sucks because that's what we open up on. And it sucks. Like, this place cannot exist because it is ma- it's literally made by children and it's old. It's been there since the 20s. It's yeah. It's as old as I can date. But all of the fucking tombstones are wood. With charcoal on them, and the rain has done nothing to them. And nothing. And it's made up in, like, a circle formation. Like, there's rings of yeah. dead pets. So who's, like, the kingpin, do you think? Whiskers is in the middle. Like the greatest pet of all the time, first the first one, because it looks spot? like there's like the king of all dead pets. Is oh, in you the don't think the oh, so? They build from the out. Yeah, they go from the center out. Oh, I don't think that at all because it's all overgrown with trees and shit, so they don't have any room. They couldn't put more pets in if they just kept expanding. Well, like how Arlington, long does... they just go on top of each other now? Yeah, right. That's what I was gonna say. How long does it take for a cat to decompose? Well, yeah, but I mean, to give it ten years, you could probably use the spot again. So, what, do you just use the same tombstone made out of wood? You just charcoal somebody else's name <laughs> you just over scratch it. Scratch yeah, out Fluffy's just... name and put scratches on there. Yeah, all the crap they write about him it can it's interchangeable. We loved him so. You just scratch out patches and put on whiskers. It's fine. Yeah, Biffer, Biffer, Biffer. He had Biffer. a good sniffer. Couldn't stop getting the worms. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's not a nice place, but, uh, nearby on, on the same property, I think it's like their backyard, I right. guess, like right on the edge of it. Cause the, the, it shows the, it shows the path and the path leads to some trees that are what an acre and a half away. Uh huh. And I just assume that this pet cemetery is just on the other side of those trees. That's what I would assume, too. Yeah. That's the ring of trees that you cross through and into pet cemetery. Yeah. Whereas if you have to go further to the other place, that's actually on the other side of Middle Earth. Right. Indeed. Uh, you have to go all the way through Mordor. Yeah. But uh, this family moves in to this new property who they apparently never looked at ever because they yeah. never saw this fucking path and was like, hey, is that our property or not, realtor? Oh, well, uh, don't worry about that. It's just uh, that's somebody else's problem. And then you look at the f- title later and you're like, oh, they, that's all my property. I got the pet cemetery. That's gross. Yep. I'm to assume that this guy bought this house when he went down for the job interview and got it. The job interview? What job? I'm doing some backstory. Shut up. Okay, all right. And so... She's he, doing exposition for Stephen King. Right. In so place of. helping. <laughs> he got a job, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to take it. And then he was like, well, I need a house. This one looks pretty good. Yeah, I'll take this one. Yeah, it has enough bedrooms. Yeah. Like You just he, drive by. He only had point. an afternoon to buy this place, and so he really didn't look around. They didn't even slow down to stop. He just said, yeah, it looks good. Well, you got to keep going, otherwise you'll get your ass run over by trucks. Outside of this house is the trucking superhighway. <laughs> this is the trucking racetrack. This is like the stomping grounds for the most elite truckers ever. The only thing that this road function as is a is a road to these two houses that live across the street from each other, 
and an unknown destination for truckers who cannot slow down. And you get one shot where you see where they're coming from, and it's up a hill, too. Right. But you don't go fast down hills in a truck. These guys do. Well, how do you know that that's where they're coming from? Maybe that's where they're going, too. Or like no, they that's because you actually see a truck come down the hill, barreling down it, and then go past the house. Right, but who knows which direction is the start of truckers and not. Because it doesn't really matter. It doesn't it's really matter. A circuit. But- they, yeah, they this just... is the Nurburgring for truckers. <laughs> yeah, because they're only the going. Circle. They're only going one way. If you notice, if you watch this film, the trucks only go one way. Yeah, they do. Downhill as fast as they as fast can. as they fucking can. Is there like a game? Like, let's see how I brought it up to seventy eight right by them houses. Yeah, this is sort of like the third tier of NASCAR. Before they had the truck series, they had the NASCAR trucking series. Right, right, right. Outside of this house. It's fucking I, at no point if you're moving in there a would you be like i've got little kids and a pet uh this seems right it seems right these truckers are fine there's it's not a fucking problem at all and even if the house was like the deal of the fucking century step one would be to fucking call the cops and be like look we got a trucker problem out here can you guys come one time, just one time, and, then and ticket some of these guys? The sheriff would get right back on you and be like, no, these truckers got a you problem. <laughs> these guys are busting their ass out there. This is you- what these, you don't have what it takes. These guys have what it takes. They're coming down that mountain at 93 miles an hour in a semi full of gasoline. I want to see you try it. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to write you a ticket for being an asshole. <laughs> uh, or step two, build a fucking fence. Yeah, the fence thing Could was... be one thing to do. Yeah. I told you, fences were not invented yet. They Apparently not in 1989. Like, because they... It's one thing if you want to like have the front of your house open view of the road and sure. like you know, but you could have a backyard fence and that's where you could do stuff. That's like where you let the cat out and the children to play and stuff. They're fenced in. It's called a fence. It was well, uh, back in twenty seven, we made the town charter. Well, Steve made a mistake. He <laughs> wanted it to be an open community and we outlawed fences. No fences. We yeah. did never outlaw fast trucking though. <laughs> we wanted that fast trucking. Uh, so they come in. Doctor family, uh, Lewis and yeah. his wife Denise Crosby, whose name I have no idea, and their two children. One of Rachel, them, Rachel, okay, Rachel Creed. I know I remembered their names. Yeah. This is very rare that I remember anyone's names. Do you from think these their last name watch. Creed means anything? Yeah, their third undead child actually won the championship in the last uh, last boxing match. No, not that. I wasn't going for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cats reanimated. Well, I was thinking like religious, like creed. Who's to say? Yeah. Yeah, that's just kind of a weird theory. Well, I don't know. It seems it stands out to me. Creed, the name Creed. Our creed is to undead our children. Right. <laughs> yep. So this little girl who stinks at acting real bad. Mm-hmm. She's hideous to watch. Uh, yeah. Her she's hair not sucks. She's not a little she's not a pretty little girl. Well, her face might be fine, but her hair is just it's it's a janitor's mop is what it is. But anyway, she's out playing on a tire swing. And she's like, hey, everybody, look at me. Aren't I cool? And everybody's like, well, not really. We wish we'd left you in Chicago. But uh, she's like, there's a path over here. And then the branch splits. 
and she falls on her fucking ass. <laughs> yeah. This is actually a cautionary tale to young families. Don't swing you on can't kids. just let your kids do everything they want. Just, right. Oh, do whatever, go wherever, have whatever, whatever. Yeah, don't wear seatbelts. Just get out of the car, do whatever. Here, sit that on That one's my headed lap. for the road. The other one is in a death trap immediately. That's what happens. You actually have to keep an eye on them. Uh, skioring. Remember that? You know, you slap a sled to the back of a pickup truck and drag your children around the neighborhood. <laughs> I thought it was called hooky bobbing. Well, hooky yeah, it's bob- called hooky bobbing. Skioring. Skioring something dangerous, too. Skioring? Yeah. Yeah, or in skis. Or and skis. Like an or instead of ski poles. Hmm. Hmm. That doesn't sound that dangerous. No. But you know what's fucked up is that last winter... I actually saw one of our neighbors hookie bobbing his kids. Yes, which is the most dangerous thing on the fucking planet. Who hasn't done it in this room? It was a different time back then. <laughs> the 80s were totally it was, just different. Yeah, we were. You don't understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah this was, you know, no. when it was still okay to blow smoke in your child's face. Or so to take the radio flyer wagon, turn the handle around, and try to use it as a reverse steering wheel while going down a 60-grade dirt hill. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, Gage, the little diaper kid, how old is this kid? About three, you think? I'm thinking three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He walks into uh, the most dangerous road in America, and the neighbor catches him, Crandall, played by Fred Gwynn. His name is Judd. Judd Crandall. Judd Crandall. Name's Judd. No, his name is Crandall. Don't church it up, dirt. It's Crandall. I Judd. guess this is His... where we should get hung up on what we yeah. should call. Exactly. Talking like What's this guy. The deal know, there. He's the star of the show. He's the only actor in the picture. And boy, does he act. He does better than everybody else. Yeah, oh, shut up. God. Except for, I mean, Denise Crosby does one thing, right? Look blankly? There's a chemical reaction that happens in my pants. What? You think she's hot? Yeah. She is not hot. Really? She is gross. <laughs> she stinks. <laughs> Does she make the time machine hit list? Oh, no. No. Oh, uh, not really, no. Lord. Uh-uh. Ugh. You can keep her. <laughs> All right, so Crandall comes over and catches him. And, uh, yeah, well, you know, watch out for that road. Uh, That's a dangerous road. Get used to that accent from all of us <laughs> for the rest of the podcast. Well, the only other member of the townsfolk actually talks like him. Right. The maid, so. Right. That's just the accent of wherever the fuck this place Maine. is. It's supposed to be Maine. Huh. The film takes place just north of Stephen King's home. Really? In Banger, Maine. Yeah. Banger, Maine? Banger, Maine. Huh. Actual hmm. place where Stephen King lives. That's probably why the trucks go so fast. Got to get to Banger. <laughs> I think there's a joke there, but I'm not sure. I think I just told it. Yeah, that's maybe that's it. Step on it. We got to get to Banger. Yeah. It's going to Banger first. Uh. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is when you enter the town, they have like one of those ribbons that they like you you run that says, through. Welcome, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> right, right. Oh. You're the first to Banger. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> yep, they only sell hammers. <laughs> Hold her down, I'll bang her when you're putting stuff together. No. So you say, God damn it. Uh, I'm the one that tells bad jokes. Yeah. All right, so the little kid's like, hey, what's the deal with this path? 
uh, we don't know if it's on our property or not because we never fucking once called somebody ever. Uh, and he's like, oh, that path, yeah, that, that path has a story. Uh, I'll tell you sometime, but not right now because I'm fucking weird as shit in this mm. movie. You don't want to go down there, not yet, not until I take you down there. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh, my motivations are going to get really questionable here shortly. I think he's actually one of the easier ones to figure out motivation-wise. Okay. He's drunk all the time. Oh, that's not that's not going to work. <laughs> I just think he's the, he didn't creep me out at all. He's just the he's typical small creepy, town neighbor, neighbor. I'm not saying he's creepy. I'm saying his motivations don't work. Well, he's a little sketchy, yeah. No, hold, just zip it. The power of Budweiser compels me. <laughs> <laughs> so that night. He tells Joe that uh, the path leads to the pet cemetery, and because uh, of the damn road, like mm -hmm. uh, it was filled, it was filled with all the pets because of that damn road over there. Oh, you know, see that with the, with the truckers going up and down it all the goddamn time. Uh, and then he, like, he said, he talks funny too. Like he has sayings. Mm -hmm. I can't remember any of them, but like, I don't know. <laughs> the pathway to a man's heart through the top of this bottle. <laughs> Ah, product placement, Buzzweiser. Well, he tells Joe to, to cut his cut cat's nuts off because mm -hmm. then the cat won't wonder. You know, the a cat cat with balls, he'll, he'll go gallivanting around town and cross that road and get smushed. So you don't want that, so take those balls. Mm -hmm. That's right, because if you take a cat's balls, it immediately embarrasses them uh -huh. and they stay on your property. Yeah, he'll be real ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> he won't come over here. Yeah. Be like, look, I'll... Uh, Look, Nabo, I don't have any balls anymore. He doesn't want to tell me that. Furthest <laughs> <laughs> thing from his mind right now is sharing, yeah. sharing his castration. <laughs> Cut off his nuts. Tell him it was my idea. He won't come over here. He'll just look on, just stare at me from the other side of the road. Be like, fuck you, old man. I like those nuts. Uh, and this was all just to avoid cat crap in his front yard. Well, if that's... Like he, so you're saying that he doesn't give a shit about the cat at all, like it's life. He just doesn't want cat poo on his yard. Yeah, he's like, yeah, keep that cat over yeah, there. Yeah, okay, all right. So what you're telling me is that we need one of these roads to keep all the neighbor cats out of our yard. We just need to start capturing them and cutting their nuts off and then mm. dumping them off in somebody else's property. Yeah, okay. Sounds pretty mean. <laughs> so he, the next day he takes them all there. In the morning, like, uh, let's go for a walk. We're going to go check out the pet cemetery. Come on, family. And, and that makes the daughter worry, like, a lot about the cat dying. Because there's all these old pets and stuff. I don't want it to die. God's going to take my cat. He should get his own. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, God is sitting there going, bitch, I don't want your fucking cat. It poops in my yard doesn't even have any fucking nuts yeah it's a mangled cat thanks a lot lady so at university because that's his job yeah he's the doctor of the university one time he's the doctor of the university yep. until he got fired on that tragic tragic day well he needs to because a kid has been also hit by the truckers they don't have a speed limit by the university either. which if it's in the university it's in a big town Justin, what? the reason that uh, they skimmed over this is that the kid was actually hit from the CDL classes that are just on the other side of the university. They just started that program. Oh. And they were like, oh, fuck. Steve, don't stop or you'll miss points on the drill. Mm -hmm. 
And they were like, carry that asshole over to the doctor. I see. Your pull time's your pull time. If you're not there on time, your fucking ass is out. Yeah. Yeah. And then you don't get your CDL. You, you know, you fail the class. You take it again. That's why they didn't stop. So are you saying that the kid died during a CDL class test or he died from a trucker on his way to CDL class? I actually did visit the campus of the University of North Maine's trucking school. Oh, yes, of course. For race trucking. Right, of course. And uh, for research for the For research for the purposes of this podcast. That's what happens when you donate on patreon.com. You You get to send me Sam's research. My (laughs) research. (laughs) Uh, Well, oddly enough, the freshmen are actually have to run the gauntlet of trucks before they can even get their (laughs) license. Gauntlet of trucks. So there's, you know, the minor circuit truck racing, uh-huh. and uh, that involves, you know, trying to run over the the plebes, as it were. So yeah, the freshmen right. actually just dodge trucks. It's, it's uh, freshman They're, hazing. It is, yeah. <laughs> when you're a sophomore, you finally get to get behind the wheel, but you're just dodging trucks that whole first year. And then you got to take English like everybody else. Is there like Horn 101? Like you take a semester of like how the horn Oh, you don't works. even get to pull the rope until you're a junior. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's 201. <laughs> no. you know, that's only to warn other truckers right right, right. if you're barreling down the hill and there's civilians there you're just like you're just counting the points <laughs> cb 110 <laughs> yeah that's actually a master's degree if you want to oh the ceo yeah old, old jack burton <laughs> jack burton bro <laughs> Big trouble, little China, because right. he's always on the CB <laughs> telling bullshit stories. <laughs> he he's a got a he's part. got a PhD in race <laughs> trucking. All right, so so this kid gets ran over, and his head, his brain's coming out, and they take him into the doctor, and he's like, "Well, what am I supposed to do about it?" He's like, "Call an ambulance, right? Like, you are the ambulance. You're at the ho- he's at the hospital. <laughs> yeah, it's the university clinic room. He's in a surgery room, though. They've got like the." x-rays on the wall and like a bunch of equipment behind him and like one of those beep 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 machines he's really only checked out to like cut corns off people's toes yeah okay so he just is like all right go get an ambulance i'm gonna hang out here and close all the curtains with this dead kid and he tried to give him some oxygen no he didn't yes he did he put the thing over his face and squeezed it three times and then he and then he closed his eyes like well that's all i can do they close the curtain and he just goes never gets any easier (laughs) right the kid actually wakes up and he's like you fucking asshole i'm not dead yet (laughs) he's like i told my wife that i was not going to have anything more than a sprain today yeah so he the dead kid whose name is pascal we find out later uh, he says the soul of a man's heart is stonier, Lewis. Stonier. Stonier. Shouldn't it be more stony? To get should you know, ask. Uh, okay, here's an obscure. Stephen King. Here's an obscure joke. Hmm. Ask Neil Diamond. It's like the seventh album, I believe, is called The Stones. That's pretty bad. Yep. It's a long ways. Oh, long ways away. Yeah, uh, that wasn't very funny. No. May need to may need to hitch a ride to Banger Maine to get that joke, Sam. I just came from there. It's a long way away yeah. from where I can get to. <laughs> uh, and then he says, "I'll come for you." And dies. And uh, Lewis is like, "Okay." All he wants to know is not, "Are you okay?" Just, "How do you know my name?" Yeah, how do you know my name? Because. Yeah. It says right there, Dr. Lewis Creed. It says on the wall, on that plaque over there, on your name tag, 
Shit, Wait. anyone knows your name. I heard somebody say, oh, crap, we got to get him to Dr. Lewis. Plus eight people live here, and you just moved here, and everyone was like, hey, Lewis Creed, the doctor, is moving here, so we all know you. Our university finally has a fucking doctor, and his name is Dr. fucking Lewis Creed. Anyways, he comes for him at night in his bed. He's like, uh, come on, I got something to show you. And doctor's like, all right, fine. Uh, why are we in the basement? I don't know, but let's warp to the outside. They go into the basement, and then all of a sudden they're outside. I have no idea what that's all about. But anyways, they go down the path, down to Samadri, and he's like, don't go past the barrier. Woo. The ground is sour. Yucky. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, the beavers have spent a lot of time on this dam, and they don't need you walking on it, fat ass. What is the barrier? The beaver dam. The beaver dam. It's That's the best we're going to do. It's a beaver dam. It It just isn't on a river. Okay, what is Stephen King trying to tell us it is? Is he trying to say that this barrier was put in place by the spirits of the Native Americans. I think it was put there by beavers. Right. So he, he it's just a dam of... Then how is there magical properties to it? It's a land dam. Yeah. The beaver ghost did it. Ghost beavers? Yeah. Ghost beavers. Ghost beavers. Dun, dun, dun. I, I can see I'm not going to get much help from No. That's why you got to create a barrier from the... You thought the trucks were dangerous. North Main land sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go past the barrier. There's all sorts of things that'll eat you up there. Yep. Uh, so I guess they've been living there for a little while. And Thanksgiving comes. Jaggy, nice Thanks. job on a- She somehow pulled it out movie. of her hat again. <laughs> I know. We You're all, welcome. We, we all had the odds stacked against her that she was going to be able to find a goddamn Thanksgiving movie, and she did. <laughs> sort of. Ah, well, it's that... as close as you can get. One scene that's on Thanksgiving. Yeah, okay. but it counts. Two. Totally counts. Two scenes. Yeah. Because so, at the parents' house. She leaves. Crosby leaves with the kids to go to her folks, and he's like, oh, you just go. Don't worry. I'm just going to do some things. What is he going to do? Because the plot of the movie has not started at this point. I think he's just pussing out because his parent, her parents don't like him. Yeah. Right. There's a couple of things that he's realized about his new situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, those two things are that the neighbor always has Budweiser. Yeah, okay. So he's just going to go over there and, and drink Judd's beer. I'm going to get shit-faced with my neighbor. Rather than hang out with your dad. It seems like uh, I shouldn't cross this road when I've been drinking for some reason. I don't know. He just sleeps on Judd's couch. Fuck it. Yeah, I guess Kids are gone at that point, right? Yeah. yeah. Why not? Okay. And th- this point in this scene makes no sense to me when she's like, my parents didn't want me to marry you. Because. Because you're a fucking loser who has yeah. an MD? This is North Maine. If you're not a race trucker, you're fucking nothing. <laughs> I don't have time for no pussy ass yeah. doctor. I mean, not, because she, he would have settled for a land shark hunter. But. I got to get these Coors Lights across the Mississippi line. Coors Light? Yeah, this is a Budweiser know what that movie. Is. This is North Maine. <laughs> this is Budweiser City. It's the plot of fucking Smoking the, the Bandit, Bandit you jackass. I know, but in, in reality, they don't have Coors in Maine. No, they don't. They have uh, Olympia. Budweiser's. Budweiser. Well, he has it. And natural bohemian. Shout out to the East Coast. Yeah. yeah. Natty Bo, come get some. 
Woo! It's good stuff. All right, so Crandall calls. He's like, I've uh, got some bad news. I found a cat on my front yard. I believe it's your little girl's. Okay, I'll come over there. <laughs> so they go over there. Bring a spatula. Bring a fucking <laughs> spatula. Because they fucking peel this cat off his yard. It's been there good. Been standing on that cat for two days. Yeah, why didn't you call earlier? <laughs> yeah, that cat's you, been dead for a while. A while. And Use it's some frozen to, to the ground. Yeah. Use lacquer to stick it to the grass. <laughs> That's not going anywhere. <laughs> well, I tried to use it for Halloween decorations, but then I realized it was a real cat. Hit it with a shovel until I got tired. <laughs> got tired pretty fast. Uh, it's in his yard. It's not on the fucking road. No. This cat did not die from truckers. Uh-uh. No. Died from drunk, drunk guy. <laughs> died from drunk guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey there, cat. It's like, your nuts are still there. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shovel. I told you not to poop in my yard. So, Lewis is like, he's like, well, what are you going to do with that cat? Lewis is like, I don't know yet. I guess tell her. Uh, whatever. <laughs> when I whatever finally get it peeled do. off the ground, right? I'll stick it in this bag and figure it out. Yeah, like, he's like, I'm just gonna stick it in the garage. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Th- whatever, dude. I don't care what Lewis is gonna do, but what I what I do care about is that Crandall's asking him, "What are you gonna do with that cat?" Because I got me an idea. Been drinking Budweiser since 7:30 this morning, and I'm <laughs> ready to go for a walk. How about you? He wants to fucking bury it in Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. past Pet Cemetery, past the barrier, which is on top of a fucking mountain that takes them all day to climb. Yes. And at it's the top, on the other side of Middle Earth. And at the top is an Indian burial sound, so, so, uh, mount. Right. That if you stand on it and talk, everything echoes. Yeah, echo, it's the echo. echo, echo echoes. Yeah, right. Even though it's not walled in at all. It, no. That's what makes it fucking magical and spooky. Yeah, right. Uh, so they bury the cat. They bury Church up there. And because uh, at this point, Lewis has no fucking clue about what the deal is with this Indian burial ground. Yep. Just, uh, well, let's, let's bury him up there. Why? What, at what point do you stop while you're holding a fucking garbage bag with your dead cat in it, climbing a goddamn mountain and... Led by a fucking crazy ass old man who's drunk. And go, you know what? I'm out. Uh-huh. I'm done. Uh, we I've, we have been going for one hour, and I'm done. Yeah. Oh, we've got 17 more to go. Yeah. Well, you can tell that this guy's an asshole because when he puts on his hat, he can't wear a baseball cap. He sort of rested on the top of his head. Oh, sure, sure. So now that he's outside with this other guy, he's like, well, I can't let him know that I don't know anything about being outside. And I can't be left alone because I'll be eaten by bears. Yes. So my when, only hope for survival is to follow this crazy old man wherever that may lead me, even though it's across Middle Earth. And I can't buy my own beers. Hey, Mount Doom. Yeah. <laughs> I have to drop the ring in the volcano, you see. Hold on. we got to take a pit stop at Mount Doom. <laughs> I heard the story from the king under the mountain. <laughs> Do you want to make for the Pass of Caradras yeah. first, or you want to go under the mountain? <laughs> I don't think that baseball cap's going to work on those mountains. Too tall. <laughs> Uh, there's an ill voice on the mountains. It's mine. That's why they didn't get Fred Gwynn to you know do uh, 
Gandalf. Saruman? I think he would make a better Saruman. Saruman? <laughs> Gandalf, how you doing? I'll go back over there now. You know, yeah. as, as sweet as a man as Fred Gwynn is, I'm, I I think, uh, I bet you Christopher Lee could beat his ass. They're both really tall. Yeah. They're both uh, real tall guys. Wasn't Christopher Lee a... a He's a S-O-E, yeah. Yeah. Before there was S-A-S, he was one of those guys. Yeah. That's how he got the role of Sauron. Commandos. Beat up Fred Gwynn. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. All right, so... Oh, we're almost there. No, you've been saying that for fucking two hours now. And they bury him up there. It takes Lewis six and a half hours to dig a hole the size of a cat. Now... When he digs this hole, he has a pitchfork. Not a pitchfork, a pickaxe. Yes. And he hits the ground, and it goes, ching, and sparks fly out, like he's digging into stone. Yeah. Yeah, at that point when you just go, what the fuck, old man? And what? just grab your cat and go the down the hill. What the fuck are we doing, old man? He's letting him, he's just giving him some rope, and the guy's, Lewis is hanging himself with said rope. Hey, Lewis, turn to him, and like, can I just set the cat here? He's like, yeah, you can just set the cat there. Got some whiskey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what did he do? Did he dig up stones? And he then- found a soft spot and shoved the cat in it. There's no soft spot in stone. There was a spot that wasn't rocky. Oh, all right. Whatever. So the next day, he's out raking leaves. <laughs> <laughs> this shithead can't wear a baseball cap, and he can't rake leaves. He just moves them around a little Stirs bit and calls it good. Leaves. <laughs> yep. Oh, I'm done for the day. And uh, he goes in, puts the rake away, and sure shit, church is alive in his garage, and he's like, <sighs> and he doesn't look. Bad or he looks pretty good. He doesn't look like he got hit by a fucking semi or an old man's shovel or was glued to the grass at one point. Or was glued to the grass. (laughs) He just looks like a fucking cat that got buried under some rocks. Yeah. So I don't know what this movie's trying to tell us about the reanimated dead because that just seems like a cat to me. And then the cat doesn't scratch him until he like curls him into a ball, puts his thumb up the cat's ass, uh-huh. and shakes it. Like, any cat will scratch you at that point. It doesn't take an evil one. Right, yeah. So it claws him in the face after being tortured by a human, which uh, any cat will do. Uh, Crandall's like, uh, well, yeah, here's, here's what happened. Uh, see, my dog Spot, he uh, he died. Uh, and I I buried him up out yonder up on the on the mountain at the Indian burial ground, and he came back to life, and he was like fucking Cujo, uh, <laughs> also written by Stephen King. Uh, so I had to hack him with the shovel uh, twice, and then I drank a bunch of whiskey, and then I buried him at the pet cemetery. Cemetery. <laughs> After I lacquered him to my lawn and stood on him for two days. It's kind of fun. You should try it. <laughs> yeah, he was part of the nativity scene. No. Christmas of uh, 54. Got some whiskey here. <laughs> So he knew that the reanimated dead that are buried at the pets that the Indian burial ground because it's not the pet cemetery mm-hmm. uh, are bad. They're evil. They're possessed. They're not the same thing. Once something's dead, it should probably stay dead. Mm-hmm. Then why the fuck did you make me bury my kid? Why did you take me up there, asshole? Some things are so fucked up. You have to share it with somebody else just so you have somebody to talk to about. It. <laughs> 
Got some whiskey here. Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> this whiskey's fucked up. It's Jim Beam. <laughs> yeah. Well, Shoesy Guy is not buying any whiskey or beer. <laughs> so he's just an asshole. Uh, and then Lewis is like, anybody ever buried a person? He's like, dear God, no. Jesus, why would you ever ask something like that? Oh. Foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. So Lewis has had a pretty hard day of drinking whiskey with Crandall. And <laughs> yeah, <a> exactly. Because <laughs> that's all that it really matters. Like, whatever really happens, it always ends with <laughs> Lewis crossing the street and getting fucked up with the guy that lives across the right. street. Like, like, whatever sort of message there's supposed to be here, it's, it ends up with, I, I shouldn't have done all these things, but at the same time, I'm just going to go get fucked up with uh-huh. uh, Judd. I don't care. I got nothing else going on. I don't even know if I have a job at this point. He's probably going to qu- take up smoking, too. Yeah, I would. You hang out oh, long enough. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. So he takes a bath. Uh, Calgon, take me away. Men don't do that. Yeah, men don't really no. take baths. I, I have once or twice in my adult, but it's mostly <laughs> because I don't have a hot tub. Like It's sure. like a shitty attempt, to, and I just fart a lot to like, try to make bubbles. <laughs> Yep. Slosh my back because I don't have a hot tub. There wasn't enough poo particles in the water yet. Put some bath salts in there and go <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Put the bath salt in your bath, not in your nose. <laughs> Eat my arm a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he takes a bath, and uh, Church, the cat, throws a rat at him. He's <laughs> like, here, buddy. He chucks a rat at his face. Yeah, maybe he dropped it. Who's to say? How would he drop it? He was hanging <laughs> from the ceiling. It hits him in the face. It's Lionel Richie's cat. <laughs> <laughs> he was up there dancing around with it, and he's like, oh, oops. Uh, can I have that back? Yeah. Uh, this is my dance partner. We're, <laughs> We're training for cats on the ceiling. <laughs> the deleted scene is him going over to hang out with Judd, and Lionel Richie's already over there. He's like, how's that cat working out? Yeah. Oh, what a feeling. Uh, so, <laughs> Hello, is it me that you were looking for? <laughs> So the family comes home, and the kid thinks that uh, church smells pretty bad and needs a bath. <laughs> like, this cat stinks. Well, that's because he's dead, honey. Yeah, or he's been hanging out with me and Judd. It smells like whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Stale cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> Marlboro Reds and Budweiser <laughs> all was, over the cat. He was the, uh, he was the spittoon there for one night. Yeah. We got a kid shoe. <laughs> so... <laughs> Thing is, without an evil cat, get him, get him full of Budweiser. It's not so bad. Then the neighbor lady offs herself. She's the housekeeper. Oh yeah. So she, oh yeah, she's in this movie. She's in this movie. She has really bad stomach pains, and the doctor's offers to look at her, and she's like, no. And then she, her solution is she had kidney stones. Said cancer on the on her suicide note. Why? You scribbled something. I couldn't read the whole thing. It said, like, scribble, scribble, cancer, scribble, scribble. I can't live with the pain anymore. Yeah. What does this have to do with anything? I cannot tell you. I could not connect this to the rest of the movie if I fucking tried. Unless it was his daughter, and it's not, because he says nothing about it after that. Because the only thing that it contributes to, it does, s- sort of. Okay. Denise Richards, er, Denise Richards, Denise she takes Richards. her top off yep. and makes out with another lady in the mm-hmm. pool. Um, and I put, and, I, and then I pushed pause. 
for three minutes. And then like try to like rewind just a little, <laughs> a little bit, see bit, if I can get a better like, angle. Is it less blurry if can I go I, back two frames? What if I change the contrast? Can I bring yeah. it up a little? Okay. Uh, so Denise Crosby is she's choked up about this maid's death. Yeah. Which prompts her to tell Lewis about her sister. Who was a Ferengi. Who was a Ferengi. What's a Ferengi? Uh, Star Trek. They're the, There's two uh, people from Star Trek in this movie. The yeah. conservators of the econo- economy throughout the uh, Star Trek Federation. The laissez-faire species, say. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's a vehicle to tell a story about her past. But there is a thousand other ways you could do it rather than the maid kills herself. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of a big deal. Maybe uh she could just wake up with night sweats, fuck it. Right. Do that. What the fuck? Anyways. So her sister had spinal meningitis and turned into a fucking monster. And she was like, I want you to die. No, I want you to die. Blah, 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 blah. And so she does die. And Denise Richards is like, God damn it. I think they fucked this up because meningitis. No, I just kills fucked it up. You. I said Denise Richards again. Denise Richards. <laughs> yeah. Yep. She, Denise Richards is apparently filling your head. <laughs> Oh, Denise Richards. I love you. Love you so I much. Yes. Justin's secret crush. Meningitis uh, is, a, is a fast killer. Yeah. Because they didn't do a good job with that. No, they didn't. Pick not. something else. Uh, so she feels bad because she was laughing when she died. And when she laughs when she dies, she runs past her goon family. The O'Doyles were there. I thought those were the neighbor kids. The neighbor kids just let themselves in and sure. stare at the fucking walls whenever yeah. they want. They're like, hey. Well, she's probably out there playing hopscotch and was like, I have a freak sister. No, she's not playing hopscotch. She's up there going, I hope you're dead, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably bragging about her freak sister, and they were like, can we look at her? Can we poke it with a stick? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, These are stick poker kids. They are. Mm -hmm. But either way, her parents left her alone with her sister who's dying, and the kids just came in. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure if Second Unit just didn't ad-lib this whole thing, and they had to cut it in because otherwise you just have Denise Crosby acting in front of the camera. They needed to cut away to something, right? So it's family picnic time. Everybody's having a wonderful afternoon. Sunny, nice, cool summer breeze happening because it was just Thanksgiving and now it's uh, picnic time. Okay. In Maine, it'd be cold as fuck. Right. Uh, Okay. So there's a a trucker. (laughs) He's coming into town. And uh, he's pumping some Ramones. (laughs) This is one of the the guest instructors at the university. Why is he a guest instructor? Because he drives fast. Yeah. They all drive fast. I know, but he had already graduated the course to bring back a former champion. (laughs) What makes you think that he's... Because we're introduced to him. All these other truckers are just like faceless, fast trucks. Oh, he's he's the the Obi-Wan of truckers. Sure, I don't know about Obi-Wan. He's maybe Kit Fisto. (laughs) Kit Fisto of truckers. Okay. Uh, he's got good taste in music, uh, and the kids are out playing with the kite, and it goes up too high. Uh, oh, it's very high up there, little Gage, and Gage is like, I got the kite. But then he drops it, which prompts Lewis to turn his back on the child and look at his family for a very long time. Well, because the little girl's like, you're a dumb shit. Yeah, you're a dipshit, Gage. 
that's fine. Thank you. Why? He's staring at his. Uh, th- okay. Anyway, so Cage runs out into the middle of the road. Nobody's paying attention to him. Oh, the baby! Get the baby! That and road that's there, full of fast trucks all the that time. Is only filled with speed truckers. And he would have made it had he not tripped. Yeah. Oh shit! He chases after the baby, but uh, he eats shit, and the baby gets smushed. <laughs> yeah. He would have made it. Uh, he didn't. The baby also wouldn't have made it. Because this truck is going fast. Yeah. Here's what didn't make it that should have. Mm-hmm. The truck. The truck flips after yeah. it hits a baby. Yeah. The baby Cage is a superhero. Or was. Well, but, uh, I think he's... Uh, uh, for sensitive listeners, you may want to mute this. He's exploded. He has ceased to be. His head came off. There is just a red cloud of mist where Baby Gage used to be. Yeah, they're scraping him off the pavement. He is nothing but a pile of goo. Right. Uh, My other problem, my other serious problem is that there is a... Now, we know that these truckers like speed. We know that they do. But they're not probably murderers. At least not this Kit Fisto of trucking. He likes the Ramones. Sure. Murderers don't like the Ramones. They like Aerosmith. Aerosmith? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Janie's got a gun. So many good ones. <laughs> so many good ones. <laughs> Murderer. <laughs> All right, so so he's not a bad guy. He doesn't want to kill Baby Gage. And he pulls into a meadow that just happens to have two houses on it. He can see them. Yeah. For miles sure. before he, he, no point lets off the gas pedal. No. Get out of the way, kid. <laughs> you know how, like, Come on racetracks, on. each corner has names? Uh-huh. The two houses are the gap. Right. You got to shoot the gap. You got to shoot the gap. No obstacles can yeah. get in your way, even if it's baby gauge. I don't want to kill baby gauge, yeah. but I got to shoot the gap. <laughs> Shooting the gap. If you don't hit 110 by the time you get to that first house, you're driving like a pussy. That's what happened is he he was Kit Fisto instead of Obi-Wan. So after he, he shot the gap, the baby had no effect on the truck. No. But he was he couldn't make that power slide into no. uh, Quantum Corner, mm-hmm. which is the second piece of that. Yeah, that's how he flipped. Okay. Yeah, it all makes sense, see? That's why we do this podcast is to make sense of all this. That's why when you're shooting the gap, you got to hit 110, got to keep it under 125. Right. Otherwise, you won't clear the uh, the jump over the chasm. Dead man's oak tree. Dead man's oak tree. You got to jump that truck. The hangar. <laughs> then you got to blast your horn mm. while you're in midair. Sweet. See, At- this movie even had something for you, trucking. This movie has everything for me. It's, it's got a girlfriend for Sam. Uh, it has Denise Richards. Denise yeah. Crosby, thank you very much. Crosby's in there. I'm not going to get real like, who likes hotter Denise's, but... <laughs> I'm taking the one from Star Trek, douche. <laughs> I'm taking the one from Starship Troopers, douche. Ooh. <laughs> All right, that's the funeral. Uh, you know what? I don't want either of them because I'm pretty sure Charlie Sheen put his wiener in both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Ew. Okay, so at the funeral. Uh, <laughs> at the funeral. Quit laughing. This is a funeral. God. <laughs> right, I'm trying to. I'm, trying I'm to make... sorry. This is the funniest <laughs> funeral ever. <laughs> At the funeral, there's a fist fight. (laughs) (laughs) 
This happened because you were an attentive, you stupid shit. He, Lewis doesn't even have time to respond. Like, I, I'm sorry. I think I, I think I'm feeling enough pain for myself yeah. right now. My, what is left of my child is in a box next to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just punches him right in the fucking mouth. Just starts fucking going after him. It's awesome. It's it's the father-in-law. Yeah, I know. And then when he shoves him back, he pushes him into baby cage's casket right which falls and then you see the little baby hand and it gets smashed in there right like Like, well guess what he already got hit by a truck that was going fucking 90 (laughs) his little fingers are probably already fucked up (laughs) but i guess i should feel worse oh no that dead baby's little fingers got smashed (laughs) (laughs) uh hilarious it's the funniest funeral ever so crandall comes over he's like now, I know what you're thinking, but don't do that thing that you're thinking. I'll just tell you what you would do if you were going to do that thing that you're, you're thinking. Right First, you want to wrap him in plastic. If you, But don't do that. But if you were going to do that, you would want to wrap him in plastic. Make sure his little head's comfortable. When when he wakes up, he's going to be you know, a little grumpy. Uh, but you know, that, Dude, why are you telling me this if yeah. I'm not supposed to do it? You're the one planning this in my brain. Crandall is the vehicle of evil. Yeah. He's well, the... Uh, He's the emissary of Satan. He doesn't have a TV. That's true. <laughs> That's right. So he has to remember all these weird stories about like Timmy. What was the kid's name? Tim Brighton? Yeah, I something don't know. like that. Yeah. And how. So this is the part that I don't care. He's telling this story and he gets to the point where, you know, the wife has said, hey, we need to put a stop to this. That little fucker's breaking a lot of stuff. He's an undead zombie. Um, no, Timmy ate people, Jackie. Yeah. It says that. But then. Or it shows us this. Like, he, he's he, eating a child's leg. Right. And, uh, that's no turkey leg. <laughs> uh, but then during the story, it's like the second unit went rogue again. Again. Again, yeah. the second unit has just gone rogue. And, uh, he's in the narrating, in the, what he's saying, it's like, oh, he was knocking stuff over and being weird to people. Right. It's like, uh, but then the why? second unit just showed him eating a child's leg. Uh-huh. That's a little worse than knocking over the end table. Right. And then the villagers come to his house and burn it to, burn the, fucking it to the fucking ground. We got to stop that guy from yeah. knocking shit over. <laughs> yeah, that part I did not get. I'm like, so you didn't bother to like, I don't know, hit him in the head and drag him out. Right. Or be like, hey, uh, Mr. Timmy's dad, could you come out of the house for a minute? Then we're going to burn your house down. No, they fucking kill his dad, too. Yeah. And is it just me or does anybody else think that uh, Crandall was there? He was there. He was yeah. there. He was one of the guys. Yeah, yeah. I burned that house down good. Well, he doesn't know that because he has no idea what the second unit has done with his story. Right. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that part, another nonsense moment. Don't just burn the zombie guy. Burn down the entire fucking house <laughs> and everyone was, in it. There was a voiceover, though, that in post they tried to like tie the footage together because the dad goes, hey, stop knocking stuff over. <laughs> That's why they're there to burn his house down. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll fix that. Stuff getting knocked over. <laughs> by burning it to the by ground. Burning it to the ground. <laughs> got this little can. Fixes a lot of problems. It's called gasoline. Also got some whiskey here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the family leaves to Chicago because they're all, they're all upset, except for, of course, Lewis. This is one of my favorite scenes because when Denise uh, Crosby decides to fly, she dresses like a flight attendant. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, so Lewis breaks into the cemetery. 
And uh, he sees the the ghost of Roscoe. Raps, Raxco. Pasco. 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 And Pascal. Uh, he's like, don't do it, man. Don't do it. Don't dig that little boy up. Don't do it. That's grody. And <coughs> in Chicago, the kid is dreaming about Pasco as well. Because mm-hmm. she wakes up and she's like, I saw a ghost and his brains were coming out. He was a brain ghost. And he said mm-hmm. uh, the dad was going to do something bad. Mm-hmm. Call him. Make sure he's not going to do something bad. And now Pascal's in Chicago and. I he's just in Chicago. He went with them. Well, how, do, how was he at the cemetery too then? He's not at the cemetery until he comes back, isn't he? No, he's at the cemetery saying, don't do that. Oh, uh, well, he's a fucking ghost. All right. Yeah. Then why does he fly first class in an airplane later, Sam? <laughs> he likes, so he saw her get dressed to go on the plane. He's like, I remember liking flight attendants. <laughs> so he went with her. Can I have some more nuts? I'm a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I died in gym shorts with a semi. Right. <laughs> My okay. brain's coming out. So Denise Richards is like, wait, Pasco. Pasco. Denise Richards, God huh? Damn it, Denise, Denise Crosby. Richards. <laughs> I just I, I hate Denise Crosby so much that I just tried to black her out from my brain. Uh, so she's like, Pasco, I got to call home. She calls Crandall, and he's like, uh, you're not thinking about coming home, are you? Don't come home. Why doesn't he want her to come? He back? knows what's happened. He's planted the so seed. That tree's halfway grown. child... To be a reanimated undead. He doesn't have a TV. He doesn't have a TV. Okay, good. And he's not really thinking that the kid's going to cross the road. Because he chopped his nuts off right before they buried him. I don't think he did, Jack. Yes, he did. He was like, I want that uh, reanimated corpse coming across the road. If I chop his nuts off, he'll stay on his own property. Yeah. I mean, he's already dead, you know. It's not like it's going to hurt him. I mean, they, they mostly came off when he got hit by that truck on 90. You know, so uh, I'll get I'll just clean him up a little bit. No, scraped off of him. <laughs> scraped off the road what I could, put it in this coffee can. Take it up there. <laughs> up there to that cemetery. <laughs> so the cops drive by while Lewis is digging him up, and so he hides in the grave. Why are the cops there? Doesn't matter. Uh he gets Gage dig dug up, and Denise Crosby's having a nightmare on the flight, and she looks over, and Pascal's fucking sitting there enjoying a cocktail and, and uh, an in-flight movie. Yeah. <laughs> because he has to fly back to Maine from mm-hmm. Chicago. He can't just fly like spooky ghosts fly. Like, ooh, I'm hovering above the ground, ooh, at a it very could, fast speed. But he has to, like, he can only, like, do a one-handed flight because he has to hold his brain in. <laughs> So, yeah, the velocity makes it really tough. Why would that affect the velocity? Or, or are you saying that like he can't look cool? He can't use both hands like Superman. Yeah. He's got to do the his one brain hand. out. Because his like, brain flap is just <laughs> distracting, so he just holds it. <laughs> Plus, it gets like dried out. <laughs> if he so like, if he doesn't hold it stuffy, like, when he gets to the uh, wherever he's going, he has to put a bunch of Vaseline on his brain. Right, ghost Vaseline. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Crandall falls asleep on his porch because he's been drinking beers all day. Whiskey, apparently. And uh, so he's out there while Lewis is conducting his activities. And he's now got Gage, and he's climbing up the mountain. And the mountain appears to be trying to stop him. Or some some force is trying to stop him because it's, like, going, Rawr. I can't tell if it's calling There's him. There's a or... Sasquatch out here. I thought it was Pascal. Well, it can't be calling him 
because it knocks trees over in his path. But then Pascal says later, like, it's calling him. No, he tells Denise Crosby to stop. You can't go. When she's, if she was to go there, she would be stopping the whole thing. Yeah, I, it doesn't, it's contradictory. <laughs> yeah, but, because the spirits are also trying to stop her from getting there. To stop him from burying his child. But they're mm-hmm. stopping him from, they're not, these spirits are confused. They're very confused. They've been drinking whiskey across they the street all day. Got some whiskey here. <laughs> all right, so, yeah, she, she rents a car, it blows out. And crashes, and Pascal's like, oh, it's trying to stop you. What is, I don't get it. Uh, then she gets a ride from one of the truckers, who how, now this has is, decided to not drive at 100 miles an yeah, hour. Yeah, he's driving slow now that he someone has, some, someone has somewhere to be. The deed is done, though. Gage has awoken. Yep. And he's come home. And he gets a scalpel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He goes into his own house, goes upstairs while his dad is passed out on the bed, opens up his doctor bag, and pulls out a scalpel out of that's sealed in a case. Mm-hmm. Either by being the reanimated dead, this kid learned where his dad keeps all his tools, or his dad already told him, hey, in case you were ever the reanimated dead sure. and need a scalpel, I keep it in my uh, medical bag. Yeah. Uh, I'm three. I don't know what a scalpel is, but thank you for that information. I will use that uh, potentially moving forward in life. He also can speak Spanish now. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And telekinesis. And uh, oh, my God. So he goes across the street to Crandall's. I don't know why he doesn't kill his dad. Judd. It's Crandall, Jackie. I love the word. I love that his name, Judd. Why? I just do. Huh. Okay. Uh, he goes inside. There's footprints everywhere. Judd wakes up. Yeah. And he's like, uh, is, is that you, Gage? Uh, you better not be at my house as the re- reanimated dead, you little bastard. I'll, <laughs> I'll fucking cut your nuts off. He already did that. He's like, oh, I guess it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, I'll just pull out my pocket knife. Hey, Gage, I got something for you. Come on in here. He, if things go right, for Judd, yeah. he's going to have a knife fight with a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's one he thinks he can win. <laughs> but at the same time, this is where it starts to not make sense. I'm on board. Like I, I don't think that any of this is nonsensical until just now. Okay. Like This is when it stops making sense to me because he's been killing these people that live across the street with the pet cemetery uh-huh. for years now in lieu of watching television. Okay, sure. So he should really be prepared. This is like the eventuality. This is the crescendo. This is sort of the climax of his picture uh-huh. is when the when the undead baby comes across comes back across the street and he's he should be ready for this more than the pocket knife. He's like, oh, and he's sleeping and there's a shotgun next to him and then it just cuts to the next scene, which is him throwing two halves of a dead baby on the floor <laughs> at Lewis's house and going, that's some whiskey here. <laughs> uh, the kid's under the bed, though. Doesn't go as planned. And yeah. he, he chops his tendon, uh, which causes him, which causes Judd to go, ow, ow, <laughs> fall to the ground, even though most of his foot has come off. Yeah. Uh, he falls to the ground, and then Baby Gage cuts him in the face like the Joker, and then latches onto his <laughs> neck and eats and his head. And then 
kisses his neck gently. <laughs> it's hilarious looking. They didn't. There was no way to do this. There's no way. I. Well, I Chucky doesn't look that stupid because it's a doll. Well, this I guess is Chucky a real also bit. This is a, people like a real, probably five year old who looks like he's three, uh-huh. going in to uh, resuscitate a man, bite his neck off, right? And it doesn't work because his head's not big. And he's just like gentle kisses. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hi, Grandpa! <laughs> like, to death. Uh, it's hilarious. Uh, Denise Crosby, she pulls up, and she gets called over to Judd's by the spirits. The spirits, her, yeah. Or her he sister. now also has the power of illusion. No, or is... Yeah, it, who's, who calls her over there? Is it... He's Gage? laughing. Yeah, it's Gage. Yeah, he's laughing and she can hear him, so she goes over there. No, 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 no. And when she's outside, she hears an adult voice going, uh, Rachel, come It's her over. sister. So Gage also knows now yeah. about her past. Okay. And he also has the powers of illusion. Right. Yeah. Make all you see right. things. Okay. All right, fine. Whatever. It's all the peyote it, it, that was in the dirt. It makes sense to you, Sam. The reanimated dead having illusion powers. Yeah, I'm powers. just not seeing how, you know, at this point, Judd Crandall isn't the slayer of all things undead because he's been doing this for so long. Uh, it should also be mentioned that Pascal uh, just takes off with the trucker. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. pull off. Okay, see ya. My work ya. here is done, said the brain ghost. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye. And then he can finally appear to the trucker. He's like, I got some short gym shorts on here, and this is a long road. I'm already halfway there, if you know what I mean. My brain is up, too. And then, Don't worry uh, about that part. Yeah, that's when he switches tapes to Diana Ross, and things really start to happen in the cab of that truck. <laughs> no lot lizards. So she goes into the bedroom, and her sister's there, but it's not her sister. It's Gage and his powers of illusion. Mm-hmm. And he's being a little dick. And when he reveals himself as Baby Gage, it's amazing. Uh, so you buried your kid in a velvet dress, huh? And a top hat. Top hat. And a cane. And it's yeah. not even like your tradition. It's not like a like a like a top hat that like uh, fancy guys, tuxedo men would wear. It's like the Mad Hatter's top hat. Or Lord Fauntleroy or something. Yeah, he's like... dressed like Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> the fuck? I thought he looked really dashing. <laughs> <laughs> he's a zombie, Jake. Oh, he looks so cute. And he is still walking around with his cane, which yeah. means he brought his cane down from his grave. Which, that, no, he either had to go back to his cane and get his top hat in his cane. When he gets everybody... Or- Lewis carried his top hat and his cane up to the top of the yeah. mountain to bury him in it. He did. He's like, you're going to put on a little show, my little man. <laughs> and uh, Cage's endgame is when everybody's dead, finally. Uh-huh. He's going to set him up as if it's a theater and then do some nice tap dancing for them. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got something in my pocket for you. Uh, mommy, I brought you something. It's a scalpel. And we hear her scream. Okay. Uh Lewis wakes up across the street. He needs some serious fucking shit when he wakes up. <gasps> this we rewound this. It was yeah. so awesome. This actor's face. Woof. He did admirably. I am surprised his head didn't come apart. I'm surprised he didn't grab at his face. Yeah. He intentionally or, grabbed at his shoulder 
So they would keep shooting. Bleed profusely all over the place. He nails the corner of his his uh, nightstand. Yeah, his nightstand. Yeah, it's awesome. Four minutes after they stopped shooting this shot, his head was he had a goose egg. Yeah, this was bad. Uh, he sees the f- footprints in his room, baby Gage's footprints, and uh, the dad-in-law calls, and he's like. Uh, I want to talk to my daughter, and my your daughter wants to talk to my daughter because she dreamed that her mommy died. And he's like, I can't talk right now. So he goes downstairs in the basement, and the phone rings again. But this time, it's Baby Gage. Daddy, I want to play. He knows how to use the phone now. Does he? No. He's still across the street, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So he would call from Crandall's house. Yeah. Yeah. So he knows how to use the phone. This isn't like some superpower where he can make the phone ring upon itself. He could from inside be, the house. But he could just also be on the other side of the phone. Yeah. Which either way, he's pretty good with a phone. All At right. three years old. At for an undead old. baby. Yeah, for an undead baby. Okay. So Lewis is like, I've had enough of this shit. I'm going to do, I'm taking things into my own hands. And so he juices up his needles, his doctor syringes. He goes across the street and Church is there and Church is like, (sighs) and he's like, here, have a fucking steak, kitty. And then he grabs the kitty and jabs him with the needle and injects him with the poison. Oh, no, you got to do it. What? It's Thanksgiving today, for cats. Today is Thanksgiving for cats. <laughs> but only if they're dead. But only <laughs> if they're dead. That's his Chuck Norris line of the movie. What? Today is Thanksgiving for cats, but only if they're dead. Huh. And then as this cat dies, you can clearly see that he never had his balls cut off, even though he went to the vet. You can also clearly see that this cat is drug off its fucking ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. they put this cat on the roofies. Yeah, it is loving it. I thought for sure he was going to shoot it right in the butthole. Uh, but then he kind of turned the needle and... <laughs> That's what they were going to do. With this. It's Thanksgiving for cats that are dead. And you're taking this one in the keister, you son of a bitch. That's right. Should church should should church have died? I don't really see why. I don't really see why either. Yeah, the only person that church didn't like was him. Now I know very little about cats, but it seems like the worst thing that church did this entire movie is throw a dead rat at him while he's in the bathtub. Which cats will do? Yeah, you your mom used to have a cat, and it brought in a dead bunny's head and put it. In no, your it was bed, the whole bunny it, missing a head. Yeah, missing a head, put it in fucking bed. <laughs> yeah, no, this is just cats just do this shit. Yeah, if they're disgusting dead like, critter animals. They're like, I got you dinner. Here's your dinner. <laughs> You're like, thanks, cat. It's goddamn three in the morning, <laughs> covered in dead bunny now. Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> so he goes inside, and he sees the place is all dirty. Like, it's, like, growed over with, like, moss and dirt and swamp and... There's a swamp in there. There's moss. The chairs have been ripped up by a giant beast. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Because of baby illusion powers. Baby illusion powers. That don't... Undead baby! That don't do anything. Like, what are you doing here, Gage? Yeah. Like, whoa, are you trying... If you're going to scare him, be an undead baby. Maybe he's drunk. He's like, look at what I can do. Yeah. The baby or Lewis? The baby. Gage was like, I've heard, because he learns how to use phones. He can speak Spanish Uh now. He's got all these other powers. And he's like, I heard he's got some whiskey over here. (laughs) It's James Babim. Yep. 
All right, so it's all an illusion. He finds Crandall upstairs in the bedroom, and then he finds Denise Crosby, who was hung. Hung because he's got super strength. Right, he's got super strength now, and also never cut her. Just, Just hung her. Took the time to bonk her. And make I, a noose. Yeah. Go into the attic. Yeah. Put one end up in the rafters, then drag the body up into the attic. Yeah. Then unconquer. No, she's still knocked out sitting on there. If he doesn't open this up, she makes it. She's fine? Yeah, she's not dead until just now. Okay. Well, he opens the door and she's dead. Okay. All right. Good job. Uh, and then Baby Gage dives on him and they have a fight. Yeah. And it's hilarious. It's a man wrestling a baby. <laughs> <laughs> this baby can fly, though. Right. Yeah, yeah it flies at him, too. It's yeah, not, he's got flight powers. It's a, it's an, it's a perfectly straight angle. It's, it's flight. It's amazing. Oh, my God. But then he, he uh, like, pushes the kid down and injects him, and the baby's like, not fair, Daddy, not fair. And then he goes and walks over and eats shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kid falls down and hits his. Too many people hit their head in the making of this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the dad gouses, gasses the house, douses yeah. the whole place, and torches it. Leaves Baby Gage inside, who then uh-huh. catches on fire, and uh, but brings Denise Crosby out. Yep, hasn't learned his lesson. Also leaves Judd inside as well. See, I think this doesn't make sense either. Because if I was him, I would probably wake Judd up and not burn the place down. Because right. that keeps the free whiskey and beer going. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Even if he does hit you with a head in the head with a shovel every once in a while. So and then and then Pascal comes back. He's like, "Don't do it, man! Don't do it! Don't do it! No, no, no!" And he takes her up to the mountain and he buries her. And she comes back straight at midnight, which I don't know if that's significant. I don't think it is. He set an alarm specifically for midnight. Like he knows the pattern now. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But now she's all grody. Yeah. She's all bloody and stuff. She fell down the hill. And her face has come apart. She's got a gooey eye. Yeah, this was gross. Why? And then they start making out. Yeah, yeah. But he, she stabs him because Maybe. She, that's just what it is. Cue the Ramones. Yeah, I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. <sighs> Why is her face grody? She fell down the hill. Coming down? Yeah, she doesn't have a flashlight. Coming that's the mistake down he's the made. He thinks it's the has the time to uh, it, it, between dead and uh, burying that actually has a consequence. It's that you're burying these people up there and you're not giving them a flashlight oh. <laughs> to come back with. They're tripping and eating shit, and by the time they get down this hill, they're fucked up and pissed off. Sound theory, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. What happens next? Like the little girl and the what now the grandparents come back and then she kills all of them and then she just she... lives this really shitty zombie existence in this house and nobody notices well there's two there's two paths we could go down here sure she stabs him she doesn't stab him i'm of the mind that she stabs him because i think this movie is telling us that if you bury if you yeah. have a reanimated undead it's evil and it's gonna stab everybody so where does she go next does she go like uh i'm undead wife does she walk all the way Maybe. to uh, Chicago to take out the family, or does she start going on a trucker killing rampage? I think it's uh, neither of of the two. Mm-hmm. That when she finally gets to kill somebody, she takes him up to the pet cemetery. Okay, all right, and then they're back to being soulmates that are evil again. And then they just live in that house. 
They kill other people and then take them back to the pet cemetery. Oh, so they take over for uh, Crandall. This is just like the slowest zombie takeover because it involves bringing him back to the pet cemetery. So the second that anybody figures out that they're zombies, they get wiped out immediately. And or waiting for uh, somebody to get hit by a truck, which is probably actually pretty frequent. That's like once pretty a frequent. Day. Yeah. yeah. Right. So once a day, zombie army increase. Eventually, they'll have enough to get wiped out in about 10 minutes. Right. I'm down with that. What's Pascal's deal? Why does he even give a shit? He's a spooky ghost that got hit by a truck. He was has... not saved by this guy who is a medical doctor who didn't even bother to do anything. No. Why does he care? He has no relation to the pet cemetery in any way. Well, he says that the doctor tried to save him, so he's trying to save the doctor. But he didn't. He and doesn't I know he that. Was being snarky he when he said that. it, like, "Oh, you fucking tried to save me, Buster. Now I'm gonna haunt your ass because you suck at being a doctor." But then he goes all through all these links and like flies to Chicago yeah. and helps her get a rental car. <laughs> One last trip to Chicago. What? Just go float and be a, be a ghost, be a spooky ghost. Go boo 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 and like do whatever, or go up to heaven. Your job is done. You don't have any vested interest in this family whatsoever, buddy. Yeah, and obviously he's not listening to you. Right, right. Maybe he needs the powers of illusion. Ooh. That way he's not a ghost that has half of his brain coming out and half of his penis coming up in his gym shorts. Yeah. yeah. What happened to Judd's dog? He buried it again. Yeah, you know, you skipped the part of coming back evil, and he said that it sort of died the second time, but he never right. really, like... He said it died peacefully. Uh-huh. I thought when he uh-huh. said he returned... Uh-huh. Ugh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Shovel. Shovel. Right. Yeah, peacefully means the dog had his I back turned, and brained he brained him. I brained it the fuck out of yep. that dog. Great dog. Great, peaceful. great dog. But, man, it was covered in blood and smelled really bad, so I just brained it. How peaceful. Just as peaceful as your cat went the first time. Was it like was it like eating people? No, it was mostly just knocking stuff over. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want that. Well, I, you... I heard about I heard about Timmy Bonton. Uh, yeah. he he was knocking stuff over and I heard that that was a real bad deal, so I I didn't want a dog to knock stuff over, so I brained it with a shovel. <laughs> that doesn't sound peaceful. It's peaceful fine if you name your shovel peaceful. <laughs> Got some whiskey here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final recommendations on pets Samotary. Jackie, it's your pick. Why don't you go first? I'm giving it a do. Yeah. I I like this movie. I'm entertained by it. Yes, it's really stupid, but uh, it has a scary moments. Oh. Uh-huh. When, when uh, Church jumps out, when he first gets back from the pet cemetery. That's, this cat's jumping out of the cupboard is not scary at all, Jackie. It's always scary. No, it is not. I am going to give it a do. I haven't seen it since I was like 13. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was scary. <laughs> well, I'm not really sure why I did that. Uh, but this is laugh out loud funny. I also give it a do. It is streaming on Amazon Prime right now, I should mention, for free. I fucking love this movie. It's I hilarious. Think it's awesome. I think it's hilarious. It is so bad. So stupid. Uh, like, just anything over-the-top acting, just memorable lines, Crandall's character is just uh, enough to show up for just for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Undead Zombie Baby at the end is hilarious as well. So definite to go back, revisit Pet Cemetery. We may eventually get to Pet Cemetery too, because I've also heard it stinks. Mm. Uh, we got some listener email from 
good listener, Jack. Hello, Jack. Uh, he says, I have a question about Phenomenon. Don't no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> This week brought to you by Bad Science. George Ooh. Malley keeps talking about all these new ideas he has to advance science throughout the movie. However, we never actually see any of these new ideas in the movie. Everything we see him do is already known, and he could learn it from a book. So, like, like the fucking shit-powered uh, gas car, the yes. methane-powered car. That was already invented in the fucking 70s. He yes. didn't come up with all this, Yeah. There's like some solar powder. Or, it's all stuff that he yeah. only learns from books. Right. I think the tumor actually turned him into a hippie. <laughs> 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 because he says everything is made of living energy, explains his telekinesis as trading energy with plastic glasses, and talks about a lot of one with the universe kind of stuff. Everything he discusses that isn't a part of already established knowledge is along that line. My question when scientists look over his writings, will they actually work or will they be utter nonsense? I think it's good, just as he said in the beginning of the email, they're like, this is just shit that we already wrote down. Right. But could, would, it, would it even be legible or would it just be like, let's let's give the movie the benefit of the doubt here. And, okay. and maybe I'm, I'm interpreting Jack's question wrong, so correct me if I'm wrong, Jack. But let's say the movie is, he is super genius. He is amazing genius, uh-huh. and these things aren't already invented, sure. or, or they are, and who cares? He doesn't know. He's just an idiot. He's reinventing things that have already been invented. Uh, would he be able to write them down in a manner that could be uh, read by professionals, or would it just be jumping, like things jumping all over the place? Nonsense. The memoirs of Charlie Day. Right, exactly, yeah. pictures of the sun. Like- right, Things that are written down that only one person can understand. It's It could be genius, or it could just be utter bullshit. It could be worse. Right. It could be the notes that I leave around my house. <laughs> because they're very groundbreaking when I write them down. Mm. Uh, but when I find them, I don't even know what the hell I was thinking about. Right. <laughs> and so I think that that's where these, this, these notebooks are such that if he didn't die... If he was to come back and revisit them a year and a half, he's like, I don't remember what I was thinking. What is, this is I just. only wrote down half of what I was thinking here, and I don't remember the other half of this. Uh, this, this note just says half dragon, half car. That yes. What is that? I don't exactly. know what that means. It, is it awesome? Yeah. Fire kind of coming out of the headlights, I think. What is, is what's... this? Yeah. Utter nonsense. He also says, Justin, thank you for your pick of Friday the 13th, part five. I had never seen any of them before. Oh. And this gave me an excuse to watch them all. It's like Pokemon. Concerning part nine, you guys need to see it, which is uh, Jason Goes to Hell, which is the one that we have professed to have never seen. Yeah, the Mm -hmm. first Miramax. Yeah. Uh, It was one of my favorites while watching the series. I got It's got the best score since part four, a hilariously nonsensical plot, and some very hammy acting. It's probably not worth an episode, but still a great watch. Feel free to take some of my Patreon money to rent it on Amazon or buy a DVD. I would have absolutely no problem with you guys doing it. Get to the blood bank, he says. Oh. Ooh. Good email, Jack. Uh, on streaming do's and don'ts this week, we've got three. Jackie and I watched these. On stars, two are a pair. Uh, Chucky one and Chuck, or not Chucky one, Chucky two and Chucky three. Cause for some reason, Chucky one is not on stars. The original child's play. Yeah. Child's play two and three, uh, huh. uh with, uh, you know, obviously Brad Reef is Reef. the voice of Chucky. Um, 
Jackie, why don't we start with you? These were the first time you'd ever seen these. I am going to say that I think I might be a Chucky fan. Oh, I'm a huge Chucky fan. I I don't know. Every time I watch one of these, I'm entertained. Mm-hmm. I super like it. Um, it's ridiculous. But uh, there's something not ridiculous about it. I mean, like, like whereas Jason is just so one-dimensional as mm-hmm. as a character because he's just an unstoppable killing machine. That's it. Sure. And it's all the other silly bullshit around Jason that makes the film entertaining. Chucky himself is entertaining. Yeah, he's funny. Mm-hmm. He has cute sayings, and or I guess they're not cute, but... Don't fuck with the Chuck. Yeah, don't fuck with the Chuck. And when he says those type of things, you just start laughing. Mm-hmm. And, uh... You kind of root for Chucky. Yeah. I really like the Chucky series. I really liked both these movies. Chucky 2 is the one, uh, to, to remind everybody, where at the final climactic scene, uh, Chucky come... Uh, they fight at the Chucky factory, the, the good guy dolls factory. Mm. So they have to fight around all these other good guy dolls that are being manufactured and machinery that are happening. Uh, it's a blast. And the whole the whole time, Chucky's also waxing the guys who build Chucky dolls. Uh, which is pretty fun, and trying to get at Andy Barkley again so that he can uh, swap souls with him from mm. Chucky doll to an actual boy. I don't really know why Chucky has to be in Andy, like, why a little boy? Why can't he be, like, pinned down a homeless guy and be like, give me the power I beg of you! Give me the power I beg of yeah, you. Yeah, that's what he says when he tries to do the soul yeah. swap. Do you want to be a bum? Well, it's or better rich than being kid. a little... Oh, Rich Kid, that's not bad. Yeah, Rich yeah. Kid would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm all tied up. Yeah. Then Chucky 3 takes place at a... Uh, military. Military school, military academy, mm-hmm. which was different for a horror movie. Like, a, a, an odd setting. There was, like, even some, like, uh, full metal jacket undertones to it. Like, not, not heavy undertones. <laughs> I mean, it's a Chucky movie, let's yeah. be honest, but... But some like military academy abuse type stuff going sure. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also really like Chucky Three. I did too, and it's and it's one of the lowest rated ones of them all. Huh. In fact, Brad Reeve said that is my least favorite Chucky movie. Huh. I thought it was great. So watch them both. That from me and Jackie. Yep. Or is Bride of Chucky right? Yes, Bride of Chucky is the next one that ha- now. There's a funny. I, there's a son of Chucky that happens after Bride of Chucky that I didn't even know about. I didn't know about that one either. Yeah. Oh, it's the only one I haven't seen. Can't wait to see both of those. Yeah. Uh, last but not least is a follow up to a previous episode. Uh, it's Ghoulies Two on Epics. Oh. To that, and I liked it a lot. Charles Band production. The Ghoulies are back. They're at a cir- uh, circus. Yeah. Well, carnival. Sorry, carnival. Carnival. Uh, it, it, I guess that's what, it, if you've got the Gravitron, are you a carnival? The fair? Yeah. Yeah. They're like a, oh, it's yeah. like a stationary fair. They don't move around. Yes, they do. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the why fair. they all have semi trucks and shit. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. The fair's a carnival though. Yeah. That's why they're still called carnies. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, it was really hard to root for any carnies. I just wanted the ghoulies to kill them all. Do you, is carny a derogatory term? I don't know. I wonder. I wonder. But uh, I don't like carnies. <laughs> I think they're whether it's derogatory or not, you sons of bitches. <laughs> what, what about, Fuck you, carnies. Are you sure, I liked the carnies in this movie. I thought everybody was really fun. 
Uh, it was just the head guy that you didn't want to root for, the guy that owns the the, the accountant, Donald Trump Jr., as it were. That's who he made me think of because he was just a little asshole that needed to be punched but or eaten by ghoulies. Uh, yeah, they go into, like, they live in a haunted house type thing of the carnival. And it's a very elaborate haunted house. And the... Carnival is like struggling to to get financing or sell tickets until one day some people come in and see somebody getting eaten by a ghoulie. And they're like, wow, what amazing effects. We got to tell everybody in town. And then it's the most popular show where everybody gets eaten at by ghoulies. Uh, Yeah, it's the two little kids and they mm -hmm. get puked on and they're like, holy shit. This is amazing. (laughs) I thought Ghoulies 2 was funner than Ghoulies 1. Oh, it was definitely funner. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it was supposed to be more funny. Yeah. Um, I like the first one better. Really? Okay. But, but I get... liked them both. I'd give them both the due. Yeah. Ghoulies is two for two with us. Good work, Charles Band. So check both of those out. Uh, I have Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies Go to College on DVD, so we might be doing that for an episode at some point. Uh. All right. Next quick. Next quick. 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 Pick. Quick is my quick. Uh, I am going to be doing, we're going to, we're going to bust down a barrier here. A barrier? Yeah. Oh. Not the barrier to the North Main land shark. That's right. a beaver dam, yeah. Justin. Get it right. We're crossing the barrier, guys. There's a beaver dam up there. We're crossing the barrier into That's... M. Night Shyamalan. Oh. <laughs> so you're like breaking all the rules because right? they're all over two hours and they suck. Lady in the Water oh. is the only one that's under two hours. So we are doing Lady in the Water, oh. starring Paul Giamatti and Jennifer Conley, I believe. Mm. Wasn't uh, what's her face in it too? The Howard, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard. She, she's the Lady in the Water. She might be the Lady in the Water. Yeah. Well, mm. All right. Well, got some oh, whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Got some whiskey. <laughs> got some whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper. Uh, uh, uh,